She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. Listening to episode 95 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. I'm Senda, and on today's episode, I am joined by the fantastic Rob Abrazado and amazing Aviv Orr to play the new up to four players Savage World setting on Kickstarter today, Crystal Heart. Crystal Heart is set in a world where people's hearts are made of literal stone, and special agents of the mysterious organization Sin can replace their hearts with ancient crystals, which grant them superpowers, but also affect their personalities and moods in unpredictable ways. Inspired by anime and superhero comics, the Crystal Heart setting was developed by in the webcomic up to four players as the characters were playing it. Now you too can become a Sin agent and explore the ancient locations and hunt down powerful crystals. We have one more exciting announcement before we get into today's episode, which is that in conjunction with She's a Super Geek, up to four players for their Kickstarter is going to be giving away a t-shirt. We're super duper excited about it. There are multiple designs, so make sure that you keep your eyes peeled both on our site or on Twitter to get a link to that giveaway and check it out. Coming very soon. Aviv's art is fantastic, so seriously, check it out. While you're on Kickstarter, you should also check out today's sponsor, Flip Tales. Flip Tales is a super simple role-playing game for all ages. In each story, you play as magical creatures going on a whimsical adventure that feels like a cross between Disney and Miyazaki. It's great for kids and great for anyone who wants to get their feet wet with a game that doesn't require any prep, so I'm on board. Each story follows a straightforward structure so the players can go from playing their first game in one session to writing their own adventures in the next. I saw this game in the box at Metatopia, and it looks super duper cool. Please go check it out, you guys. It also has adorable art, and it plays in like 30 to 60 minutes. So I feel like I love it as a one shot. We'll have a link to the Kickstarter in our show notes, along with a link to Crystal Heart. So with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to She's a Super Geek. Today we have a super special bonus episode that we wanted to toss out here for you guys where we are going to be playing Crystal Heart and we have a super special guest that I'm so excited to introduce on, but I'm going to save her for last. So first we have longtime friend of the show, Rob Abrazado. Hey Rob. Hey Senda, thanks for having me back on the show. You're welcome. (laughs) Do you want to tell people where they can find you on the internet if they want to follow your amazing social media greatness and everybody can play Six Degrees of Rob Separation on social media? Well, apparently, according to you guys, uh-huh. apparently you can just wander around and find me. But Pretty much. For those, uh, <laughs> for those whom it doesn't work out that way, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Flatverm, F-L-A-T-V-U-R-M. Awesome. And so our very special guest today is Aviv. Hi, Aviv. Hi, Sandra. How are you? I'm, I'm so good. I'm really glad to be here. We're super excited to have you. Do you want to give people a quick rundown of how awesome you are and where they can find you on the internet? <laughs> so on the internet, I'm mostly on Twitter at Aviv All, where you can see artwork and stuff, because that's mainly what I do. I'm an illustrator. I work for the tabletop games industry. And um, well, the reason I'm here today is that I'm also the artist on the webcomic Up to Four Players, and specifically the Crystal Heart story arc that we're currently running. And it's not just a webcomic anymore, it's also a game. (laughs) So exciting! Oh yeah! (laughs) So today we are going to be playing Crystal Heart, and Aviv is our GM. And I'm just going to toss it right back over to you to just kind of give us an idea of what this setting looks like if folks haven't read the webcomic, and what kind of basics you can expect from it. And then we are going to play just a quick, short little intro, basically, a demo. (laughs) <laughs> so Crystal Heart is, is a setting for Savage Worlds that we actually developed in our webcomic up to four players. So in this world, people's hearts are literally made of stone. And a few decades ago, an organization called Sin has created the Harness, a device that lets people replace their own heart with a crystal. Crystals are mysterious artifacts from the bygone age, scattered around the five lands, in ancient ruins, inside caves underwater, and sometimes just in the middle of a village. 
When they're in the wild, they're known as feral crystals, and they create all sorts of bizarre phenomena in the environment around them. But when they're in a person's harness, they grant amazing powers, but also change the bearer's personality a little bit. You guys, or players in general, are playing agents of sin, equipped with a harness and your own crystal. And your job is to scour the five lands and find and retrieve those precious, precious crystals. Yes. <laughs> I think when the episode drops, we are live on Kickstarter, running until 11th of December. You can find us on uh, uptofourplayers.com slash crystalheart. It'll take you straight to the Kickstarter page, where you can also actually download a free starter set and just see straight away like the basic rules of how to use crystals, learn a bit about the world, and... Uh, get to see some of the characters that we'll be playing tonight. Right, I was going to actually say, you get to see some of the really fantastic art that goes with this, which is, of course, part of the appeal. Thank you very because much. Because it's coming from the webcomic <laughs> that has your fantastic art in it, right? <laughs> okay, so shall we start playing? Yeah, let's get into it. We're going to be playing a slightly uh, fast and loose version of Savage Worlds because we don't have a lot of time, because I've never run Savage Worlds before. So uh, <laughs> apologies in advance to all the really strict <laughs> rules lovers. So here are the very basic rules, and you can actually find them on our website. We have a really simple two-page comic that just explains the basic rules of Savage Worlds. So if you want to jump in more naturally into the episode, you can go read that and know what we're doing. So very basically, Savage Worlds works like this. Every one of your skills and attributes is an actual die. You don't just roll one die and add something, you roll a separate die for every skill. If you're good at something, you have a d10. If you're not so good at something, you have a d4. You're trying to get four or higher. So you roll a d6. If you get four, awesome, you've succeeded. Every additional four above that is a raise. It means you've succeeded really, really well. My favorite thing about Savage Worlds is the dice explode. I love it too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the best. If your dice lands on the highest number, you just roll it again and add the results. So you can get really ridiculously fantastic results. But so can your enemies. So remember that. You guys are heroes. So mm -hmm. in addition to your skill or ability die, you also roll another wild die. Another d6 that, that comes with every single trait test that you do. It just gives you a better chance of succeeding. And one last thing, each of you has three bennies. Bennies are your way to say, whoa, that was very, very bad. I want to try that again. And you can reroll any trait test. You can also use them to soak damage. We'll get to that if we, you know, get any damage. And uh, you can also use them specifically in Crystal Heart to do something interesting with your crystal. So each of you has a list of powers that your crystal naturally has. But if you want to try something different that still falls within the trappings of your crystal, you can spend a Benny and explain what you're trying to do. And uh, since we're doing fast, furious fun, we'll probably do it. Excellent. Any questions before we start? I think I'm good. You good, Rob? I am good. Cool, so let's dive into Crystal Heart. The morning sun shines brightly on the Messian plains, vibrant green grasslands that seem to stretch on to the horizon. A large, majestic bird glides elegantly on the strong winds, navigating between the floating mountains of Messia. It soars in a sudden wave of air and then splat! <laughs> It smacks into the clear, highly reflective dome of Sin's flying castle. <laughs> the bird is fine, don't worry, it flies away as the camera pans down on the outer walls of the building. Half man-made stone, half strange, almost organic-looking uh, construct from the bygone age. We reach a window and we look inside into one of the wide corridors where two agents are walking dressed in training outfits. Why don't you describe who we see? So one of them has long brown hair and sort of beautiful, deep-toned, tanned skin. And she has a pink flower 
holding back her hair over one of her ears. And she has freckles from the sun also over her nose, very like sort of Polynesian. And she sort of just off of her comes this vibe that she's like very bubbly. Like she's got a smile on her face as she's walking. There's a little bit of a skip to her step as she's going down the hallway. Like just a little bit of upbeat. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. And your name is? And uh, so my name is Noelani. And next to Noelani, we see? Next to Noelani, we see a much larger, much burlier man named Kovach, who hails from the rugged wilderness in Bogovia. In contrast to Noelani's bubbliness and joy and this simple task of walking down the corridor, Kovach wears a very dour expression. His eyes are almost hidden under thick, bushy eyebrows and a furrowed brow. And he takes very measured and decisive steps as he follows Noelani down the hall. In addition to his training gear, he's also wearing a dark knit skull cap pulled low down over his head. Nice. They're allowing you to wear that, even though they're very strict about their training gear, but you just wouldn't take it off. So <laughs> the hat <whatever>. stays. <laughs> Awesome. At the end of the hall, you can see a very tall Messian man. His skin is slightly sun-weathered. He's standing super straight. His features are very angular. He's all lines. He's just, it's basically a tree. He's just standing at the end of the hall, looking at you. Uh, and as you approach, um, <laughs> he says, well, that's 40 seconds past the hour. Am I going to have to wait much longer? Up, 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 up. Well, it's a lovely day. You didn't expect us to just come in okay. without seeing the sun at all, right? No, Alani was taking her time, <laughs> but I would not leave her. I needed a new flower. It was very important. You can see, it lights up my face. Yes, your face <laughs> is very lit up. Uh, did you get enough sun? Are you okay? Ready to start? Uh, yeah, sure. No, I'm excited. Let's very do it. Very good. I am always ready. Okay. <laughs> You actually know this guy. This is Ox. Uh, he's one of the veteran agents here at SIN headquarters. He does a lot of the training. He's not like a personal trainer of yours, but a lot of the physical training that you used to do, he's in charge of it. He doesn't like jokes. doesn't like flowers, but that's fine. Yep. I'm like, I'm sure he and I get along yeah, real well, for, but that's sure. fine. I'm not going to let it stop me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, trainees. Here's how it goes. You are nearly at the end of your training. And uh, before we send you on any real world missions, you're going to need to prove yourself in a simulated mission. Consider it uh, your final exam. You are about to enter Sin's training hall. And he gestures to a door next to him. The hall has been set up to simulate a Zynga Mayan jungle. It will feel exactly like the real thing, but you will still be in the safety of Sin headquarters, because we're not quite ready to lose you just yet. Your mission brief. Uh, I just said that there is a crystal that is rumored to be here, and you are tasked with retrieving it. That is basically all the information you get. You know, that's that's how it is with crystal missions, very often. Uh, Remember your training. Feral crystals do strange things to their environment and even stranger things to crystal-carrying agents. So do not touch the crystal with your hands. You have a spare container for that. You are only a two-agent team, so practice extra care and, you know, don't die in there. Any questions? I'm already at the door, like, trying to peek through it. (laughs) (laughs) He's holding it shut, clearly not letting you get away. Yep. (laughs) I do not like jungle. (laughs) Oh, it'll be fine, Kovac. It's just warm. Uh, And humid. uh, And there's all sorts of, like, animals and plants, and they touch against you so nicely. Let's get this over with. (laughs) It's it's good to see you. You know your training, your knowledge nature. Very good. Ox opens the door, he lets you in, and as you enter, 
You've heard stories about Sin's training hall, that it can change in all kinds of crazy ways to simulate any training environment that's needed. But as you enter the room, you're still shocked. You're taken by surprise. It's literally as if you've stepped from Sin's pristine white halls into an actual jungle. As you kind of look around, Ox shuts the door behind you, says, trainees, don't let me down. Shuts the door and it basically disappears and you guys are inside a jungle. All around you, there's lush trees, greenery, the grass grows very tall. It's very, everything is very mossy, grows all the way on the trees. There's vines climbing from, from various branches above you. Rays of light penetrate the trees, but it's, it's a fairly dark place. And before you, about uh, 20 feet in, you can see a kind of a, a rocky wall, like a, like a foot of a mountain that kind of stretches before you. And 15 feet up that wall is uh, an opening, like a, a small cave mouth. There are um, trees slightly around that mountain. And from the cave mouth, from like, like a small step in the mountain, there are vines that uh, hang down, almost reaching the very floor of the forest. Kovac. Lolani, there are too many plants. Kovac, what, look at, no, what? no, look at this one. Look at this flower. Look at, just smell it. Smell it. It's a flower. Smell it. It smell. smells like a flower. What What am I standing in? Uh, it looks like moss. It's very nice and squishy. Feel how Ugh. soft it is? Would you like to put that in your hair as well? No, I don't put moss in my hair, silly. Moss is dirty on the bottom. Oh my gosh. Look, I'm just going to float some of these bubbles through the sunlight. See how they sparkle? They do sparkle. It, it is delightful. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, 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 we're walking along towards the cliff and the cave. And as we're going through the sunlight, I'm um, holding out my hand and just little, little like pink blubbly bubbles are like swooping <laughs> off into the sunlight and then they're floating for a little bit, sparkling and just <laughs> popping eventually. Beautiful. <laughs> Kovac has his giant axe slung over his shoulder <laughs> and... As we walk towards the cave, you can see he's sort of strangely tentatively pushing vines aside to make, you know, so that we can make our way to the cave. And uh, it's a little, he's a little nervous about it. He's yeah. a little like prodding the vines and pushing them aside. <laughs> so far, they all seem to be vines and not anything else. <laughs> that is good. It's good, good for all involved. So these vines coming down um, where that opening is, is that something that we can climb? Why don't you roll a notice check? Okay, let me find my notice. Ding. Wow, terrible. I got a three and a two. Three and a two. Dice, so neither succeeds. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, the vines, they do run to the very ground. Uh, so you could grab onto them if you wanted. But clearly, I think Noelani at this point is more interested in the uh, sparkly bubbles still floating in the air and, and right. yeah, not really paying much attention Obviously. to the vines. Right. So <laughs> I turn around and actually like generate some bubbles like right at Kovac, like because he's being so stodgy. I mean, he's always like this, right? He's always so stodgy. Like, so I'm, I'm just trying to cheer him up. <laughs> <laughs> what is? no. Kovach, look. He, he waves his hand in front of his face. It's an adventure. It's an adventure. You need to be happier about the adventure. I'm very happy. <laughs> we must find this shard. We're going to find it. Don't worry. I mean, is there really a rush? There's so much here to explore. Ooh, look at this one. Look at this flower over here on this vine. It's blue. Do you see this one? <sighs> that one smells really good. You should smell it. It, it is a flower. Yeah. Noelani, this isn't real. We are we this is training. It's not the point. <laughs> when you when you touch one of the flowers actually, when you bring it uh close to your face, it is still connected to one of the vines. And when you get really close to it, you can sort of hear almost like a, a gentle hum. Hmm. Very, very soft music coming from the vines. 
Okay, so I'm I, I freeze with it by my face, and it's like halfway between my face and Kovach's. <laughs> so I'm like trying to put it under his nose, <laughs> and I just put my finger to my lips and shh. Do you hear that? Ah, oh, that is very nice. The plants here—they make music. <laughs> you can also roll notice, Kovach, if you want. All right. So that is my skill die and a d6 yeah, wild die. Exactly. They are separate, so you don't get to add them together, but... I got a four and a five. Yay! (laughs) You succeeded twice. That is a success. So yes, you can definitely hear kind of a very soft music. It's not coming from the flower. It's not coming from the vine. You think it might be coming from the cave. And because the vines are coming from the same place, the music is kind of flowing through them. Now that you're holding one of them, they do slightly move. Not snake-like, just slightly vibrating with, with the rhythm, in a way. They are connected to the top, so if, if you wanted to climb them, it does look like it would be possible. This is very nice. I have not seen plants like this before. We should obviously go up there. Also, isn't it a bit strange? I mean, plants that play music is, seems a bit odd, right? Yes, I have not seen plants perform music before, but I... Good. I think they are merely where the music, where we hear the music from. I don't, are they playing well, I don't know. Music? Clearly we need to find out. Uh, let's, let's climb. Let's climb. I'm going to climb. You climb too. Yes, let us climb. I don't know. Will the vines support you? I'm just going to, you know, I used to climb all the time in the islands, so. I do not need vines. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nolani, why don't you roll a climb check? Do you have climbing? I was just looking at that. No, no, I don't no. actually. So strength, <laughs> agility. So, so usually, if you don't have a skill, you would roll a d4 minus uh-huh. two. But I think with climbing, and yeah, you do have like a lot of experience climbing stuff on the islands. You can just roll um, strength. Okay, good. I'm good with that. <laughs> so, like, I will offer you things that are related. I am not rolling these dice anymore though, because both of them still failed. <laughs> so you're trying to uh, like grab a hold of something in the mountain, and um, the vines must be in the way uh, because you just can't, you don't manage to grab onto anything. You just fall like yeah. the foot or something. You but climbed. Back I feel down. like I'm like yes, we can absolutely do this. I'm gonna climb these vines, <laughs> and I get about two feet up, and then I just like am holding on, but I just like the vines, just like the leaves come off of them, and I just like slide back down. Like my grip is just like, eh. huh? Perhaps I can help you with this <laughs> task. You seem to be having some difficulty. Well, you know, they're not the vines that I'm used to. They didn't grip my hands the same way, I guess. <laughs> I understand. Here, climb up on my back. I'm strong enough to carry both of us to the oh, top. Oh, okay, cool. And Kovach, you know, spits into each palm, <laughs> grabs two big handfuls of vines, kind of wraps them around his yes. hands and mightily begins to heft walk, his way upward. Walk but up. As with with Noalani, you know, on his shoulders, amazing. clutched around his back. But as he begins this attempt, you can see beneath the chest of his training shirt, a uh, dull red glow begins to emanate as his crystal grants him extra strength. Nice. That is the basic power of your crystal. Just just give you strength. <laughs> Why not? Aren't crystals amazing? <laughs> it's very handy. Yes. Uh, great. Why don't you roll climbing plus two? Because you do have extra strength. I have a three and a four. Four is just enough. <laughs> How many flowers did you collect, Nolani? Uh, just a few. <laughs> My hair is now covered in flowers. He's been climbing and I've been picking them <laughs> off the vines and just putting them, like adding them into my hair. <laughs> you are correct that these vines are slippery. However, they're still no match for my might. Yes, indeed. Luckily, the, the flowers are quite light, so they don't hinder your climbing too much. Uh, so you reach about halfway through climbing the cliff when the vines around you start moving around a little bit more. Roll your uh, smarts 
no Elani, mm-hmm. you you're not bit too busy climbing. Yep. You're mostly busy just holding on to um, to cover. And looking here. around very in curiosity because yeah. this is all very exciting, and I don't have to be just wait. I'm not using those dice again. We already discussed that. All they roll <laughs> is threes and twos. Okay. <laughs> okay, I got a four. Yay! Yay! Okay, as you look around, and you're already quite excited about those vines, but oh, yeah. now you notice that the, the closer you get to the top, the music seems to affect them a little bit more, and they're actually moving around and slightly caressing you guys. And you think they might be trying to dance with you, maybe? Actually, they definitely are, because then a couple of them wrap around you and kind of try to to twist you in this kind of, you know, couples movement, uh-huh. motion <laughs> dance type of thing. Um, why don't you both roll uh, agility to see if you can um, avoid being grappled by very, very flirty vines? <laughs> the best kind of vine. Flirty ones. Ooh, I got a one and a three. <sighs> I have to remember which direction this goes because I can't tell if this is a six or a nine. Oh, it's a D8. Duh. It's a six. What am I? Oh my God. Wow. Okay. I'm having a day. Con job. Wow. Yeah. Con job is a thing, you guys. Oh, geez. Anyway, so I got a six. Um, Yes. Six is perfect. Uh, One and three. Uh, I do remind you that you have bennies. If you wanted to re-roll anything, you have the option to do that. So, Noelani, you notice the, the danciness of those vines and you manage to just jump away from Kovac in the very last second and grab onto some vines, kind of holding onto them in a, in a way that, you know, keeps them in place. Mm-hmm. You're not here to dance, guys. That's not <laughs> what we're doing here. However, Kovac was so busy just climbing that you didn't even notice their advances and now they're all over you. I love calling it their advances. Ah, no, Alani, these vines, they're so flirty. I know, they're just being friendly, though. I can't move. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm I'm being moved, but... But can you keep going up, even though they're being all touchy with you? I will attempt to break the vines with just sheer strength and see if I can... Should I roll, yes, roll for just strength. a strength, regular strength? Yes, absolutely. Ah, okay. My, my wild die got a one, but my strength guy, strength die has a 10 Ooh, and is exploding. Heck yes. yeah. <laughs> to a total of 14. Nice. Oof, amazing. Okay. Um, you really don't like either vines or dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've actually ripped some of the vines out of the, the, the cliff wall and they... You know, they, they fall back. It's going to be slightly harder to climb now because there's so few vines left to actually hold on to. But they're not trying to dance with you anymore. So that's that. <laughs> You're so mean. Why don't you be? They just wanted to be friendly. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect you to rip them to shreds. Let that be a lesson for those who try to be too friendly with me. <laughs> get me out of here. I, I attempt to get to the landing area and away from these vines as quickly as I can clamber. Cool. I think I think you've intimidated the vines just enough so you can both just finish your climb and get to the cliff edge. After a few seconds, the vines do resume their dance, but as much as is possible with just, you know, plants, they try to do it away from you and kind of, you know, giving you the evil vine eye. <laughs> I, I turn around behind me as I get up to the top and I just pat them and say, it's okay, he's like that to everyone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ge- I'm completing the climb and hauling myself up onto the ledge to stand up, pulling shreds of vines off my off my body, brushing off my Ooh, mighty arms. Wait, hang on a second, hang on a second, give me that one. I'm going to take one of the pieces of vines that was, like, wrapped around him. I'm going to, like, wrap it into a crown and put it on his head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> on top of on my, top of on top of my cap, knit yeah. cap. <laughs> Beautiful. Now you look more festive. He stands for, like, a solid two <laughs> seconds just staring at Noelani. Better now? Yes. It's much better. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let us proceed. Yeah. Oh, I, I would love to see the cop show with, with these two starring. 
Beautiful. Okay, you stand at the opening of the cave, and from here, with the with the echo as well, you can definitely hear what sounds like some sort of soft music, like a wind instrument, but there's also an underlying beat kind of thing. It's very soft. It's very strange. It's not something you expect to hear in jungle. Hmm. No, um, uh, no voices. No, no voices. No, just okay. this. There are some like insect and bird noises, just general ambient jungle thing, uh, but not coming from inside the cave. Do you step inside? Oh, yes. Yes. Absolutely, because I have to find out what is doing this. I mean, I have to. <laughs> so the inside of the cave is definitely darker than outside. There are still some like shafts of light coming down from the ceiling, and there's still uh, the, the greenish light of the jungle that comes in through the door. You can see on the back wall of the cave... On the floor, there's like moss or lichen kind of thing. Very, very small plant matter shimmering uh, in a pink purple color. That's on the back of the cave. And as you enter, there's definitely some more of that music echoing around. But that becomes harder to hear because as soon as you enter the cave, you suddenly hear, Oh, oh, good Lord, agents. Oh, please help me. Thank goodness you're here. Oh, I'm so hurt. I'm so wounded and things, etc., etc. Please help. <laughs> and uh, when you look to the, the source of that pleading voice, you see a sin agent. He's an older man. And he uh, he's trapped under some boulders. Just to the, to the right side of the opening of the cave, there's like a little space created there with, with it inside the cave and he's like leaning against the wall and there's a, a big boulder and some rocks just kind of squishing him and he's he's raising his hand at you and again pleading oh please so wonderful to see you here uh you know please come and help me etc <laughs> thank you uh an agent in peril um I will handle this. Yeah, you should do that yes, one. Yes, great, great peril, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you want some help lifting that rock? I'm totally helpful. I could be totally helpful here. Yes, please, that is why I'm here. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes, I'm very hurt. Please help me. <laughs> Kovach just stalks over to the agent and just wraps his arms around the biggest, the biggest of the boulders and attempts to shift it out of the way. Okay, roll strength. Ooh, a three and a three. Yeesh. <laughs> oh, no, not like that. Uh, okay. I have an idea, and I think that it's slightly outside the scope of what my crystal actually does. So I'm holding a Benny, and you tell yeah. me, okay? Okay. Um, my thought is that I would like to use the armor power of my crystal to put a bubble, like, around the older gentleman and then expand it out from him to its full size so that it pushes the rocks off of him. I love it. You can absolutely Ooh. try to do it. <laughs> Spend that many. <laughs> yes. So your armor, uh, you roll crystal channeling, of okay. course, with the wild die. Right. And there is a minus one because uh, the armor is quite a difficult power to use. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling very Steven Universe here right now. And I kind of <laughs> love it. Oh, totally. <laughs> Cool. I got a, actually both of them succeeded, but six is the higher. Six is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's not a raise, just a six. But just a that's six. Yep. <laughs> great. Yeah, so Kovac tries to lift uh, the rock. It It's much heavier than you thought. Yeah, you are a strong man, but this is a heavy rock. Uh, but it suddenly becomes a lot lighter once a small bubble is pushed into a very small crack that you've created. You loosened it, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you loosened it up for me. So I slipped the bubble and then I just... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't patronize me. Oh, I'm the not. expense. You're very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I like your crown. Thank you. The, the bubble expands and basically shoves the rock out of the way. Oh, nice. Good, good use of a crystal. Interesting crystal there. I mean, oh, thank you for saving me. Yes. Uh, uh, my name is Grendel. Uh, I'm a scene agent like yourselves. I was just 
on my way to find the crystal hidden in this cave, when I was crushed by the stones. Not quite sure what to do now. Uh, he's kind of touching his midsection, and you can see he hasn't gotten up yet. You're not sure, I mean, it, this is an illusion, the whole thing, or a simulation or whatever, but this guy has a giant wound on his chest, on his chest and abdomen, and he is bleeding. I mean, he doesn't look good. Oof. Huh. Well, um, hmm. I'll definitely see if I can apply some first aid, perhaps, to that wound. That is a good idea. Do you have any um, healing abilities or anything like that? Uh, I have survival? <laughs> I got two. <laughs> <laughs> taunt. Obviously taunt is the correct skill for this moment. No. <laughs> yes. Close wound. Close. 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 No, but you can roll a d4 minus two, of course, along with your wild dice. So there is a chance of succeeding. I will certainly give it a shot. That is why we are yes. here. That's a one and a three. Oh. Oh, that lo- that looks bad. And I'm poking at the moon. <laughs> oh, 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 why would you do that? This, we uh, we don't have a lot of training in healing, but um, maybe you have a first aid kit with you. I don't. If I had one, I would, you know, help myself. Uh, uh, well, so how did you? You came into the jungle and you didn't have any supplies. Well, you don't have any supplies. Yeah, but we're not really here. I mean, uh, we're really here, but we're sort of not really here because we're actually also sort of really back at Sin headquarters, but, like, you don't look very good. So, anyway, maybe I should try some of that pink moss in the back. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, you mean to no, eat No, I was or? like, but sometimes, so I've read stories, you can pack moss into wounds as, like, a bandage. That sounds... Terrible, but maybe. Uh, uh, shall I just? I'll just sit here and wait for you to get the moss. I guess. Okay. Good. Look, look, look. I'm just gonna make a bubble right in front of his face to make him feel better. <laughs> and then I'm gonna skip right off to the pink moss. <laughs> okay. As you uh, get. <laughs> As you, as you enter deeper into the cave, you actually see with the light coming from the, the cave opening, it catches on some eyes, basically, their eyes, hanging from the ceiling. Mm. So you just notice like these little beads of light. And when you look up, you can see nests dangling from the ceiling. It's quite dark there, so you don't see much. But when you continue to walk forward, little heads pop up from various hanging nests. It's like they're like hanging pots and um, yeah. little heads pop up. Little furry creatures. They look like a cross between a tiny loris and a fennec fox. Giant ears, giant eyes, just looking very curious and slightly sleepy. It's as if you're walking in and making all that ruckus with the, the other agent has woken them up. They're looking at you? Yeah, I'm looking back at them with the same level of curiosity. (laughs) (laughs) Because (laughs) I've never seen anything like them before. And I wonder what they are. And I wonder if they're soft. And I wonder if they like making friends. And I wonder if they like pets. And maybe I wonder if they like to ride on shoulders. Hmm. These are the things that flash through my head. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get any closer? Um, yeah. Sure. I'm going to actually approach one with my hand kind of extended very slowly in a non-threatening to my perception way. (laughs) So so one of the the nests closest to you actually has one that sort of climbs down, Mm -hmm. holds onto the nest from from below, looks at you, looks at your hand, looks at you, kind of jumps and lands on your hand. It is very fluffy. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. (laughs) This one is quite small. The other ones look a bit bigger. Uh, Maybe that's like, you know, the the curious child that just likes to greet strangers. (laughs) Um, And it's kind of sitting on your hand, nudging you with its nose, licking you a little bit, see what you taste like. I'm 
going to very slowly so as not to scare it. I want to rub it behind the ears. <laughs> like He's have a enjoying it. Moment. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm going to put it on my shoulder. <laughs> We're okay. Proceed together. <laughs> it's kind of uh, going around your neck into the other shoulder, uh-huh. and then around your neck into the other shoulder, and then it settles there. Um, Look, Kovac, I made a friend. Only you could make a friend in this cave of pain. No, look, it's so adorable. It's going to help me get the pink Grendel moss. is bleeding. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> As you uh, continue to walk towards the pink moss, the other creatures look down. It's hard to say whether, like, are they, do they also want to be friends? Or are they wondering what's happening with their, their own friend who's uh, making new friends? They're starting to climb down their own nests. Mm-hmm. And sort of float down using like both their arms that have these little tiny, almost wing-like things um, on, on the armpits and their ears that are very, very big. So they're kind of floating down very slowly to the floor of the cave. Okay. <laughs> I am going to do the same thing and reach out to one of the other ones that is closest to me and just be like, hi. <laughs> So you actually capture another one from from the air. Oh, uh, yeah! <laughs> it sits on your hand, and it's it's also it's also super fluffy, it's super, super nice, fluffy. Yeah, yeah. The Hi. other ones, <laughs> they all at some point reach the floor, and the moment they touch the floor, something changes. They suddenly become very alert. They all stand up straight, and within like a second or two, they all go they they go crazy. Ah. They were sleepy, adorable little things yeah. until like two seconds ago, and now they're just running around and jumping and moving about and running all around you, and you're basically in the middle of... Make a notice check. Right. Um, five. Yeah, so now that you're closer to the back of the cave, you can hear the music, you can hear the rhythm, mm-hmm. and these guys are definitely dancing to it. You, it's, it's like you're stuck in a in the middle of a tiny fluffy creature rave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dance too. <laughs> okay. Because I can hear it. So I want to keep moving forward, but I'm going to do so like while dancing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, make a spirit roll to see if you oh can ro- roll with the beat, basically. Oh, good. Spirit is a thing I'm good at. <laughs> Yes, Snow Lonnie loves to dance. Yeah, five. Yes, I mean, you caught the beat immediately. Right. <laughs> That's your groove, man. I mean, <laughs> yes, and they're loving it. They're dancing with you, around you. The guys that are on your hands don't really understand what's going on. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, they're just <laughs> grabbing on and kind of looking slightly confused. Right. But everyone else is having a everyone great else time. Great time. I don't know what's up with these guys. They just—it's not—it's not clicking for their ears or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Good. Uh, 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 Kovac, this is great. You should be dancing. Kovac, kind of makes sure Grendel can kind of stay put and uh, gets up and starts heading <laughs> over toward this little party that's happening. I'm imagining you just like very straight with no rhythm, yeah, just like just stomp, stomping, stomp, stomping, stomping over stomp. there. <laughs> yeah. What is um, happening here? Where is Moss? We're, we're dancing. I'm getting there. See, I'm still moving forward. <laughs> so the minute you step in, and uh, clearly not very much in the groove of things, all the fluffy creatures that are close to you stop biting you. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 do you know what let's let's draw initiative because <laughs> that's what you do on the dance floor yeah obviously <laughs> initiative in savage worlds is with cards just a regular card deck so i'm going to draw for you guys so this is five for noelani this is three for kovac oh dear it's not looking good <laughs> oh no and this is a king <laughs> for the fluffy creatures well, to be fair, they were prepared for what's coming. Yeah. Okay, so two of them are basically like mid-jump, just dancing through the air, but as your giant foot steps in the middle of their awesome party, they 
don't like it. And they both just <laughs> jump at you and start biting you. And they roll. No, this is a two. Never. It doesn't even go through your um, training, you know, trousers. Nothing. And this is a four. No, it's nice. But actually, in um, with fighting rolls, they need to go past your parry. Okay. So a four does nothing. They're very vicious, but it's meaningless to you. Kovac, dance! <laughs> You're ruining the party! <laughs> and it is your turn, Lorelani. I am going to... They're not coming after me, though, right? As long as you're dancing, they seem to be fine I'm with you. good. I'm going to keep dancing. I'm just... I'm going to keep dancing. I want to try to get to the pink moss. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's say it's going to take you another round after okay. this one. As yeah. long as you're making your dance move towards uh, yeah. the back of the cave. I'm grooving. And I'm telling Kovach... Hey, you just got to feel the music, like feel it in your body, move with the music, just let it flow through you. You want, you, Kovac, you do want you? me to dance? I can dance. <laughs> Kovac, Kovac unslings his great axe and starts twirling it over his head and begins a complicated Bogovian folk dance <laughs> in an attempt to match the beat of the music. And also yes, taking awesome. eh, some pains not to step on any little fluffy creatures that may be around. <laughs> but it is a very, a very energetic and, and limb swinging dance. Ha! Ha! <laughs> cool. Um, roll spirit uh, plus two because it sounds like a really like good Bogovian dance. Right. And I love it. <laughs> With the axe, especially. That's how they do it there. That's in right. Yeah. All right, they're both the same, and I got a two, so I get a four total. Yeah, that is enough. Good thing you got those Bogovian moves. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. There's lots of knee, <laughs> high knee kicking and so forth. For sure there is. Cool, you make your way closer to the, the edge of this little rave party. So let's draw again for the second round. This is Noelani. Oh, no, it's a two. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is Kovac, a six. And again, a king oh my for gosh. the fluffy creatures. They're so speedy. Um, They're so... Yes. They're tiny and fast and adorable. They do like your moves, so they're not going to bite you. They're, they're moving with you. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're Zingumayan creatures, but they seem to be grooving with Bogovian movements. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. They let you pass. As long as you, you know, your next movement, you continue to dance, they're just going to let you go. Yes, little friends, kick higher, jump, jump. <laughs> oh, oh. I love this dance party. <laughs> awesome. Both of you managed to step out of the fluffy dance party, basically. And uh, the creatures continue dancing. Like, at this point, they don't even notice you. And you approach the back side of the cave. And from here, you do see that it's curving into uh, an actual back room. And the moss covers, it starts covering the floor here and it grows entirely on the inside. The back room, the whole floor there is completely covered with moss. And um, the sound here is definitely clearer. The music is louder. You can hear the beat um, where before it was kind of... You you had to really try to hear it. Now it's it echoes around the room, and the moss you can actually see kind of ripples with the music, with the beat, like like throwing a stone in a pond with those circles. They happen in the moss, and in the middle of the room you see a small spherical whitish crystal, but it's facets. It's how like a bunch of little facets that just glow different colors and you can definitely see that the glow is kind of goes with the beat it goes with the music throughout the room there are vines and roots growing from the ceiling coming almost all the way to the floor but not quite touching it yeah the whole floor is just pink purple moss all around slightly moving with the beat i did not stop dancing <laughs> just so that we're clear <laughs> I know that I am a fantastic dancer, and I am going to keep showing it off. I got the stuff. Um, 
But I am going to snag some of this moss and just, like, stuff it into my agent-issued um, coverall thingy pocket. <laughs> okay. You take some of the moss that's outside the room. Right. I'm like, Grendel, just hang on one more minute, okay? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just sitting here. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I-, I think we got you some moss. We'll be there in a second. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> There's something really weird about that guy. <laughs> Kovach has worked up quite a sweat at this point. The dance has been very energetic. And at one sort of climactic twirl jump move, he swings his axe downward and kind of plants it into the ground, you know, to, to leave it behind, to leave his arms free. And he begins uh, shucking the jacket of his uh, of his training outfit. So... <laughs> In, in addition to exposing his manly glistening chests, uh, he will now he will now carry the carry the jacket in his hands, and he wants to dance his way closer to the sphere, and basically see if he can toss his jacket over it. Nice. Okay, so you make your way, you enter the room, and once you step onto the like once your feet actually touch and step on the moss, all the dancing you've done before is nothing compared to what your body is doing now almost uncontrollably. You feel your legs just moving, stepping to random directions. You know when you, where you want to go, and then you make one step towards it, and then your legs carry you two steps away. Mm. So you, you can make your way there, but you're going to make a, you're going to have to make a spirit roll to mm-hmm. stay on course. All right. So instead of carrying his jacket, he is clearly now swinging it around over his head (laughs) as he attempts to make his way across the floor. Listening (laughs) chest. You know this music is actually pretty good. (laughs) All right, and for my spirit roll, oh, I got double sixes. They both explode. Yeah. So the highest is eleven. That's amazing. I mean, not only do you, you make your way to the crystal, but like you go with the music, you start dancing. You're not sure if it's the crystal forcing you to dance or if it's your Bogovian roots, you know, driving you to this awesome, wild victory fighting dance, but it's happening and it's awesome. I mean, Noelani, you're impressed. I am impressed. I didn't know he could dance like that. <laughs> That's, I thought I was the best dancer in this crew, and I think I still am, but it's very good. <laughs> Kovac is definitely, uh, he's getting into it. Every every so often, there's like a, you know, slap his own boot with his hand move, and <laughs> a lot of shouts of enjoyment, ha, ha, as he makes his way closer to the sphere. Fantastic. Yeah, so you... you- Literally there. I mean, you can see the crystal wedged into the ground. You're not sure if it's actually wedged in the rock or just in the, the this pool of moss that's gathered around it. But you can try grabbing it if you wanted to. Definitely, my first intention is to is to wrap it. You know, to sort of cover it with the with the coat, cover it with the jacket. Okay. You do that, and you don't see the crystal anymore. But you still feel the music. You still feel the beat. It's as if the beat is going through the ground rather than emanating from the crystal to the air. Okay, great. Then I will try to pick up the entire bundle then, like using the, you know, using the coat as a wrapping around the sphere. I'll try to lift the whole thing up. Okay. How uh, big, roll... is this like basketball size or like a... Oh, no, 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 no. It's all crystals. Uh, maybe I should have mentioned they're about fist size. Okay. This kind of crystal is what you would later or someone, some other sin agents would put in their harness and use potentially. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah, then yeah. then yes, I'll just try to pick up the, the whole bundle then. Cool, so roll me a quick strength just to, to see if you can pluck it out of this uh, ground that it's wedged in. I got a seven. Woohoo! That's super easy. I mean, it's just some moss, man. <laughs> you pluck it out, and literally the, the second that you remove it from the ground, everything goes completely silent except for a very soft hum that you can hear from the crystal itself that you're holding in your jacket. Everything is quiet. Noelani, you can see in the main room. Um, the fluffy creatures are kind of 
looking at each other, confused, not sure what they're doing on the floor, and kind of making their way, half jumping, half flying back to their nests on top. You do have a spare container if you wanted mm-hmm. to. Um, yeah, I was going to turn around and, be, and, and hold out the container to you to put it in. You're, you're ready to end this party? I mean, I guess so. But the, the cool part is that we could still pull it out again later, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> I can't wait who, to meet whoever gets to wear this one around. <laughs> They'll be fun. <laughs> All right, Kovach tries to gingerly unwrap part of the jacket to, you know, so that he can see the crystal and then tries to drop it in the container. Okay, you can still see that the crystal is slightly less than before because it doesn't have the, you know, the room to dance in. But mm-hmm. it still glitters. It's, I mean, to be fair, it's a disco ball crystal. That's what it is. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> but you can definitely, you know, safely put it in the container. You do that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. The crystal goes in the container. There's some sort of like gel type thing that is that exists in all containers. So the crystal remains there. And as you close the lid, you suddenly hear a loud crack like a crack of glass super loud all around you and before you even notice the entire room flickers and disappears and you find yourself standing in a white kind of high techy looking room that is very familiar sin grounds everything was around you disappeared um, grendel disappeared Whoa. and all you can see is a small glass globe sitting on the floor. It seems to have some jungly bits inside it. The door opens and Arx walks in. Well, well done. I am... Um, was... I do a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> like shimmy at him. <laughs> that Kovac, was quick. Kovac sort of incongruously, like, nervously covers himself. <laughs> <laughs> Trainees, that was quick, smooth, not to mention some smooth moves, Kovac, well done. He sort of coughs into his arm. (laughs) Thank you. That was some behavior worthy of a sin agent. Not all missions are going to be as, you know, partysome as this one. (laughs) (laughs) But you've definitely done me proud. Why don't you, as uh, part of your training in debriefing after missions, each of you point to something worthy that your teammate has done? Nolani, we'll start with you. Yeah, Kovac actually danced. Like he 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 dropped his like really gruff persona and he danced, and it was great. I think he's really opening up to me. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> All right, Kovac. I would never have thought to join in the dance without Noalani's enthusiasm and willingness to embrace the party. She is the one who truly solved this mystery. Good, good. Willingness, adaptability. These are all sin agent characteristics. Well done, trainees. Or, well, should I say, well done, agents. Ha-ha! And well done, you guys. Yeah, like, right, should we call it right there? That (laughs) seems like the perfect place. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that was awesome. Sweet. (laughs) Dance party. Yes. Oh, you guys were great. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. Thank you so much for being here. Tell us really quickly again, since they heard it at the top of the episode, but they will probably wonder now that they've heard it and loved it, (laughs) where can people go find and back Crystal Heart? So you go to up to fourplayers.com slash crystal heart. That will take you directly to the Kickstarter. You can just look for crystal heart on Kickstarter if you wanted to. And you can find us at up to four players on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere you like to chat with people with there. And we'd love to hear from you. Yep. And Rob, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me mostly on Twitter at flatfirm. And also, for anyone who's interested, I encourage everyone to come check out the Gauntlet RPG community that's online. It's a great discussion group. They've got podcast network, a zine. 
But most importantly, they run a very full calendar of online games that anyone can join. Uh, they serve time zones around the world. And you can get more information about that at gauntlet-rpg.com or on Twitter at gauntletrpg. Awesome. Thank you guys so very, very much for coming on and playing with me today. Thank you, Zenda. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And thank you so much for running Savage Worlds for like the first time. I thought that you did a fantastic job. Oh, so. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity or for pushing me into the opportunity. Yeah. Forcing you into the opportunity. Yes. I'm, I'm really glad we did that. It was absolutely a very great time. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you. enjoyed episode 95 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, please consider backing us on Patreon or leaving us a rating review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Every new review really does actually help new people find the show, which is pretty cool. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more fantastic music, tour dates, and merchandise at kieranstrange.com or follow him on Twitter for more news and updates at kieranstrange. If you'd like to interact with us or tell us what you thought, you can find us on Twitter at Podcast or check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash sasgeek. Be sure to check out Crystal Heart on Kickstarter and Flip Tales, which looks super cool and at the time of this recording is already a third of the way to being completely supported and comes with all sorts of cool tokens and cards. We'll see you in two weeks for our next adventure. Or actually, maybe one. You guys, there's so many bonus episodes in the other right now. She's a rock and roll baby.